0: Welcome back to Hamratty's Huddle with your guest, Terry Hamratty. I'm Dave Teromeo. And Terry, welcome to another version of the podcast. And how are you?
1: Well, very good, Dave. And we're getting closer and closer and closer to that big game. We sure are. <laughs> it's amazing how, how you know, what a lead-up is to it. Oh, yeah. It's and how amazing. much how much, every team can be critiqued. Yes. Every player, every Every backup, every, every whatever. It's, every
0: it's, cheerleader, every know uh, It's it, for
1: it's, the ESPNs of the world to find yeah, filler yeah, is yeah. just amazing.
0: Oh, it's it is amazing, and we'll see a lot. Obviously, two exciting games coming up Sunday, but before we get into the football, let's jump back into a world we don't really delve into much, uh, or we haven't. Uh, women's college basketball. There was an ex- excellent game on uh, over the weekend. Ohio State and uh, and, Illinois, Iowa. and Iowa, thank you. Uh, overtime game. Ohio State wound up winning 100 to 92. And for those who don't know, Iowa has probably the best women's player, maybe pro or college, in Caitlin Clark. Uh, you have a story you want to share, but uh, what happened after the game?
1: I I heard this, and I did not see the game. Okay. And I heard that she got attacked on the court. And I go, wow, that's interesting. So I went to the, obviously Google that that yeah. game, yeah. And they showed the incident. And it was, this, it was, Ohio State won the game. Right. And they stormed the court. Correct. And just as she's trying to get off the field, a young lady came running the other direction and ran into her, and they both went down. It was no nothing even close to being anything attacked. I mean, it was just right. one of those bad situations where two people happened to run into each other. Yes. It was bad. But more importantly... Nobody was hurt. Neither, you know, Caitlin Clark is fine, and the girl who ran into her, she's fine also. Right. But there has to be something done, especially in the collegiate level, because the pros have pretty much covered that. You never see in the NFL storming the the field. In college, you see football storming the field, which I'm totally against, because, you know, it's nice for everybody to blow off steam and enjoy themselves around, but, there are players out there, and people can get hurt on the field. Yeah. And I can remember one time back in 1966 of all years. You know, that's a long time ago. Sure was. We were at Notre Dame, and we were undefeated, number one in the country. We're going in to play Pittsburgh, which is my home area, Butler, Pennsylvania, 30 sure. miles north. And and it's also a big Notre Dame area. So there was a lot of enthusiasm of the game. Mm-hmm. And Pitt was not very good. It was sort of a slam dunk for us, you know, put in time and we're going to we're going to win the game. Mm-hmm. So but after the game was over and we beat them pretty solidly and after the game was over I made the mistake of staying just for a couple of seconds and saying hello to someone that I knew that was on the field another you know a player from Pitt who I was recruited, you know, many schools with and we traveled together. And just in that real short instance I was surrounded by hundreds of people mm. looking for autographs. Now here I was and I couldn't move. Yeah, I mean it was a scary situation because it was very claustrophobic. Sure, because everybody was just squeezing in on me. I didn't have room to sign an autograph. Yeah, it was that that close, and it was a panic situation on my part. Luckily, Notre Dame realized worse handwriting. Yeah, and they sent two security guys out to bust up the group. It was nothing malicious. I understand. People were being very nice, but, but it's they still just scary. wanted an autograph. Yeah. yeah, but it's a scary situation for the yeah. player involved in this thing. Yeah. And they g- dragged me out of that crowd and brought me into the locker room. And that was, you know, that was interesting times and, you know, something I don't want to go through again. Yeah. There has to be some rule. I know a lot of a lot of schools have, you know, conferences, a couple conferences have put in rules that if you storm the court, you're going to be fined. Correct. If yep. the NFL can stop a lot of people, yeah. 60,000, 70,000 people from storming the field, everybody should be able to do that. You have to... Bulk up your security for yeah. games, especially big games. When you're playing the number one team in the country, and you realize you got to be in your office thinking, "Listen, if we upset this this team, yeah. Yeah. there's going to be something on that court. So we better bring in extra people." You know, if two teams are you know zero and forty, yeah, you know, there's not going to be much rushing the court. Yeah, well, you're right, and you're right about the
0: conferences that are finding uh, team you know, schools when it does happen and um, they are trying to curtail it i do think the nfl has done a great job keeping people off the field uh as well as major league baseball now you see it when when the world series you very rarely see what happened in 69 with the mets you know when they tear up the field and they destroy you know it's you know but those as fun as fun scenes as though were for me as a kid watching those obviously you just realize man that was really dangerous for those players and your story, obviously, is one. You know, well, I guess the moral of the story is don't be social. You know, you should have just run off the field. Well, you have to get
1: you have to get get ahead of these situations yeah. that
0: could be bad. Now back that's to, one of them. Right. Now back to Caitlin Clark, obviously. So the, the AD uh, from Ohio State went over to the locker room, apologized on behalf of the college. She was fine. She she had the wind knocked out of her, but she did not complain. She didn't make a big deal out of it. And, and uh, But and as an aside, if you haven't seen this young lady play basketball, she's well worth oh, she's watching. Wonderful. she's wonderful. She shoots three-pointers from farther out than Stephen Curry. Stephen Curry. So, but at the end of the day, she's she's wonderful to watch. It was a very good college ba- women's college basketball game, which to me is is the purest form of basketball left in the
1: world. Because, I love watching women's yeah, basketball. It's, it, right, because and especially not. I mean, obviously, watch watch my Notre Dame yeah. men also, but watching our Notre Dame women. Notre Dame good. women, yeah, they're very good and they're fun to watch. And, 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 over and the, I watch UConn. UConn. UConn, UConn was you say know say. what, Gino. Yeah. It's
0: done up there is unbelievable and i think and this is just me thinking out loud and then having never played the game at a competitive level you're watching a game that has to be played at the pure form because they don't really well for the most part uh play above the rim as they say in the nba or college for those guys it's all about making the highlight reel and the and the jams and the dunks and stuff
1: but these women they're worth watching so yeah. and I, I grew up in connecticut you know, I obviously didn't grow up in Connecticut. Yeah. But, you I know, moved to Connecticut 30 years ago. Yeah, and to watch Diana Taurasi—oh, god, yeah—when she was at UConn, yep, was really something special. I mean, if no, there was ever was, a girl huh? that could play, or a woman that could play yeah. in the NBA, it would be her. Yeah, she was and amazing. And she was to this day; she's still playing. Yeah, she, so she really is. They it, have had really Sue something.
0: Bird. I mean, all those girls. Rebecca Lobo. They've, they've had so many great – he's had so many great players, and he is a great coach. And, uh, you know, so I, I don't I, – I'm not going to lie to you to sit and say I watch every women's college basketball game on, but I did see that game was on. I think it was leading into the, um, into the NFL game. So uh, it was actually quite fun to watch. But I'm glad she's okay. I agree with you. Something needs to be done on that front. I'm sure the NCAA and all of the conferences agree with you. So – Let's look for some action on that end as well. Okay, we are going to transition, and I want to transition to your picks from last week. Because you, you said you weren't very
1: good at this, but apparently you are. So it's like the it's like the 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 uh, blind squirrel finds an acorn every once in a while. <laughs> well, that's let, what happened to me last week. Let's Hits, let's Hits just three out of four.
0: <laughs> well, you hit him So you you predicted Baltimore thirty to ten. The final score was thirty four to ten. All right? So, pretty good. You predicted San Francisco 24-21. to They didn't cover. You had San Francisco 35, Green Bay 10. All right, fine. You still had a pretty close. You predicted a close game between Detroit and, and Tampa Bay. You said Detroit 27, uh, Tampa Bay 13, final 31-23. Still, <laughs> pretty cl- pretty good. And you predicted Kansas City over Buffalo, which a lot of people took Buffalo. Buffalo was the favorite, 28-21, and obviously the Chiefs won 27-24. So if you wrote that Terry uh, Panratty, Jimmy the Greek pick, <laughs> you you did well. You did well. And, and everyone <laughs> I know is shocked. <laughs> <laughs> and, and no, no
1: one more shocked than me.
0: Well, we're going to give you another chance a little later on to uh, prognosticate, as they say. It's funny, we have... Uh, from Pennsylvania, and we're coming up to it, Groundhog Day, Tawny Phil, we got to come up with an, a nickname for uh, for Butler Terry. Yeah, uh, that's for, right. We'll, we'll for, figure for that one out. Prognosticator of prognosticators, for those of you who saw Groundhog Day. Okay, what's next on the agenda? Well, we've got a couple of games this
1: Sunday, I believe, right? Are we um, still going to play those? Some minor, minor and games. Hopefully yeah, we have good weather. You know, those Well, are, it's
0: not supposed to be good in Baltimore. I know. Right? Yeah, but but uh, uh, we, we can always hope. Yeah. We can hope. Yeah.
1: The weathermen have
0: occasionally been wrong. That well, that's a very good point. Yeah, that's true. But all right, so you want to jump right in? with the
1: KC Ravens game is going to be interesting because you know Lamar Jackson. I just saw a couple of days ago, came out and said he didn't like competing against Patrick Mahomes. Well, why would he say something like that? I don't know. That was really surprising to me. And, and I had it before I believed what I read. I had to see it again. And I, the next time that the you know scrolled across the bottom of the, of the tape on ESPN, I saw that. Yeah. I go, wow, why would you say something like that? Uh, that
0: is interesting. Yeah. yeah. I mean,
1: it's one thing to say you respect the
0: guy, you think he's, you know, like Mahomes. Yeah, because I think know. he's one and three yeah. against Mahomes. Okay. I I like Baltimore in this game. I don't know who you like, but if you want to share that now.
1: Oh, well, I'm, I'm definitely going the other way. Oh, you are. Oh, yeah. You're going to Kansas like, City. Ag- again, it's Andy Reid and Mahomes. And, uh, you know, Baltimore has their, good, their big tight end back this week. And, and that's been a real big uh, blow. I mean, this guy's probably the best tight end in, in, uh, in the NFL. But he'll be coming back. He's coming off a knee injury, so you just don't know how how strong that's going to be. Yeah. <coughs> but Mahomes, you know, he just has so much talent around him, and he's just a magician with the ball. I mean, it's, it's really scary to see. Now they're going to be able to – the thing is, can they stop the running game of Baltimore? That's the problem because, you know, most teams right now – are not stopping the running game. It's it's amazing, but when you think about it, you only have X amount of dollars you can spend in the NFL. And yeah. Then, but everybody always goes to the offense because you got to score. Everybody wants the quarterback, and once you get the quarterback, you know you can't afford anybody else. Yeah. yeah. You know that's why everybody said you know San Francisco better win sometime in the next couple years. This is true because their quarterback's and I'm still on his rookie contract, and he was the last person drafted. So once they have to pay him, watch out. Everybody yep.
0: else is gone, so you're you're saying that the uh, the Baltimore tight end is coming back. Is that Isaiah Likely? Is that who you're referring to? No, I can't. Uh, I'm, okay, so I'm I'm just not clear on who that is, but that's I'm having my other. No, that's okay. So, but okay, so they're healthy. You're saying, and 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 you like, but you still like the Chiefs. I, I
1: yes, I like the Chiefs because I can't re- I can't ever bet against Andy Reid. I think right. he I think he is one of the premier coaches. You know, ever. Every coach in the NFL. I'll not go. Just I'll Matt. go head
0: to head with you on this one for a Starbucks. Okay. Uh, which are I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take the Chiefs with the four points. They're getting four points, so I got to do it with well, the spread. So what? But well, I'm, the,
1: I'm taking the Chiefs.
0: Oh, I'm sorry. You. So I got to give you four.
1: Yeah. See, it's well, well, a well, little different story now. How about? about, now. How, about
0: uh, how about? How about even? <laughs> uh, we well, <we'll>
1: get that. <laughs> we even. All right. Even. <laughs> all, even. Oh, all,
0: so, yeah, all right. Points I can't ever great. figure out. All right. So Kansas City. What's the final score of that Kansas City Baltimore
1: game? Kansas City Baltimore. That's gonna be pretty high scoring. Okay. In the rain, I, think, in I think the, rain. the weatherman's gonna be wrong.
0: Okay. Well
1: wow, another prediction. I'm gonna another put that one down. <laughs> a Tony and that's the um, weatherman's minus four points, too. <laughs> but uh no, I think I think it's gonna be I'd say 28-24. Ooh. Yeah. Man.
0: Well that sounds like a great game. Twenty it's not a, not a so cover. KC right? twenty eight. Baltimore twenty four. That's Terry's prediction. I'm gonna I'm gonna go the other way with it. I'm gonna say uh, I'm gonna say Baltimore. Uh, I'm gonna flip it. I'm gonna say Baltimore twenty eight, KC twenty one, uh, and I'm gonna say uh, Baltimore goes to the Super Bowl. You have Kansas City in the Super Bowl. Uh, maybe mine is wishful thinking. I I don't like dynasties unless they're my team, and there's only one team that I've ever had in my life that I've rooted for that's a dynasty, and that's the New York Islanders. But um,
1: well you had a dynasty with the Jets. Thank you. Yes. Well, six, uh, 1969. They're, they're,
0: they're, they're dynamic in the opposite direction. <laughs> so okay, so let's move on to the uh San Francisco uh Detroit Lions game.
1: I would say immediately that it's it's the Niners and a blowout. Okay. Two things concern me. Last week I was really surprised that I didn't think that uh, Bosa and uh and Chase Young. Yeah. Wanted to play in the game. I Didn't like they really showed up in the game. Yeah. I mean, they weren't, they're usually a, a huge force in pressuring the quarterback.
0: A little wet whether they too, two last week, which may have been a factor.
1: Well, you got to, the defense, you know, you got to get off the ball. I mean, you got, you have to yeah. some, somehow get get across and get the, get the pressure down. Yeah. But, uh, no, I don't think, uh, and Debo Samuel is, Right now, he's questionable. Questionable, yes. And he is probably, a, he's a huge portion of their offense. Big part. This guy can run reverses, he can catch the ball, he can run the ball. He, he does everything. And I think, uh, you know, if he's healthy, I think they, they run away with it because I think the defense better pick up their game because they're getting closer and closer to that Super Bowl and that's where they all want to be. Yeah. So, uh, but I mean, I think everybody's got to pick Detroit. For the sentimental because they've never been to a Super. one of the two teams yeah cleveland and detroit have never been to a super bowl which is amazing
0: considering how long both those teams have been around although cleveland did have the the change yeah, a little change of franchise the, yeah the, the ravens really are the browns i mean because that's where they came from but right. <laughs> which has to drive cleveland fans nuts right that, that, that this former franchise there's not only has won a super bowl but is, is might be going to another one
1: um, okay, so your, your score on the Niners-Detroit game, you said a blowout. What do you got? Yeah, well, the initial was a blowout. the the, uh, the The real question marks are going to be whether Samuel can play. Right, It's and questionable. And he's questionable. Questionable usually means he's pl- going to play. But then again, you you know, he didn't yeah. practice, and that you know, the timing and everything there really it, it means a lot. Yeah. But I'm still going I'm still gonna pick the, even though you know deep down I would love to see Detroit win.
0: I'm with you on Because time. I think yeah. the
1: Ford family have been great owners and, yeah. uh, you know, I think uh, they deserve a shot at it. And I think the coach has done a great job, Campbell. He has done a great job. And, you know, getting everybody together and, you know, Goff, you know, the, the way the transition has been from when they tra- yeah. trade with uh, Stafford and Goff and all of a sudden now Goff's going to be in the Super Bowl, potentially. Yeah, well. Think- but I still have to take the 49ers because I picked them a long time ago. And I would say... Uh,
0: Twenty-eight seventeen, so not that high score. Okay, so I thought you were gonna say something like uh, forty-five to. All right. No, so... I think the
1: defenses are pretty darn good, both sides, and I okay. think I think they'll hold each other down. It's I think it'll be a little a lot less. All scoring.
0: right. So twenty at twenty-eight seventeen, you still have them covering the spread, which is seven points, which I think is a lot. Uh, for this type of game, a championship well, game, 2018-17 is eleven points. Well, I'm, no, but the spread is seven. Uh, this, what I'm saying is uh, the the spread of the game going oh, okay, in is okay. seven points. So, I'm if I were to take Detroit, I'd be up seven nothing. But you right. know, with that seven points, that only gets you to twenty four. So, I, I all, you know, as much as I'd love to, and I would really like to see Detroit win this game. I agree with you on everything you said. I like new blood. I'd like to see uh, somebody who hasn't won win. But I, I just cannot. I can't pick Detroit in this game. I think I think San Francisco.
1: You know who Detroit reminds me of? No. Pittsburgh Steelers. Ah. Way back when. So this when is when we were in nine, su- our first bowl was Super Bowl. Okay. Nine. And here was this team that never won in forty years. Here's this team that had all these young players. And here's this team that had no clue that they were even going to be there, and no one thought they'd ever be there yeah but you know somehow we kept winning and we won the Super Bowl so maybe maybe uh, Detroit will get a stroke of luck I would love to see it you know my heart says Detroit but I think if uh, if I had to make the bet I'm, obviously I'm picking the 49ers but uh, yeah yeah, it's a way to hedge, isn't
0: it? See now, no, it's not. A, it's not a hedge, but I, I, I understand. I think now that's a type of comment, right? So once we get some help in here, and this is a call for any intern or anybody who, who wants to work in social media to help us promote this podcast, because that's the type of thing that people would take and run with across the country. What you just said—that the former quarterback Terry Hanratty likens this Detroit team to the Pittsburgh Steelers—that's a very unique comment and, and much appreciated. So. Okay, so I'm going to go, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stick with your, your call on the Niners beating, uh, beating Detroit, and then uh, we'll see on the other game we disagree on that one, but um, that's, that's very interesting. So that's, uh, and then we'll have a week off. We'll have a week off between, uh, Which do you like that or not? You think that's a good thing? I think
1: it's a great thing. Okay. Because both teams are off. Right. And you have to manage that. Okay. And the 49ers obviously are in a better position to manage because they've been there before. Okay. But uh, you know, it's it's. I have a couple of great stories. We'll wait till the Super Bowl. For, okay. for the for the first for right. the first Super Bowl. Save yeah, we, save we, some we stuff. in there. But I think, uh, and it's it's very difficult for one. I mean, you have a migration of uh, two towns to one city. Right. And you, t- to get the hotel rooms, to get yeah. the game tickets, and there's a lot, you know, to get the families transported down there because yeah. everybody, every aunt and uncle from every player wants to go to the game. And the logistics is a nightmare. Yeah. So it, it re, you really need that two weeks, not for the players. Yeah. But to promote the game and get everybody in situated for the game. Gotcha. To make it, you know, it's, it's in Las Vegas, so it's going to be easy because there's a lot of hotels out there. Oh, God, yeah, that's true. And uh, that is true. And that would be easier, but not it's, they still need the two weeks for all the logistical problems.
0: All right. As a player, though, is it something, you know, obviously you have time to to heal your wounds, your nicks, but do you get stale? uh, I mean, uh, what's the practice like leading up to it? Well, that's the coaches. Yeah, okay. The
1: coach, you know, Chuck Noll was always big on. We had contact throughout the season. Yeah. You know, nowadays they don't have contact at all. Yeah. Our offensive line probably went three-quarters speed with the defensive line every practice. Yeah. You know, and when a running back ran the ball through the hole, he didn't get tackled, but he got a thump. Yeah. Just, got, just, I'm here. They'll let you know yeah, I'm here. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and, uh, you know, wouldn't he touch quarterback, which I was all for. <laughs> but, uh, you know, that's what, you know, it's, it's up to the coach really to – to. to uh, and Campbell, I don't know, was he with the Giants when uh, they went to the Super Bowl? Probably was. I think
0: he was, yeah. I think so he's he got a well. little taste of that. I like him. I, I, I like his personality. I, I think – I, I I think he's a good coach. I just you know I, I I think they might be a couple years away. I mean this is going to be a great experience for them getting to this championship game, Detroit. Oh, for you sure. Know, but but um,
1: and you would lo- I would love to see it. I mean I, I really would. Love would. I think because yeah. the Ford family are one of those classy old yeah. families yeah. from the NFL, like the Rooneys and the Maras and you know all the people that yeah. have, you know started the league. Yeah, yeah, I'm
0: with you. So okay, so we have uh, we have some games to watch and then. Um, you know, what else is on your mind? and Anything in the sports world? Anything, you know, obviously that was a great take on the Caitlin Clark situation and storming the field. And uh, appreciate your input on that.
1: No, that's that's, that's something that everybody should really take. And, and you see it in high schools, too. Yeah. You, you can't have that in high schools. No. You, know, no. you have to really, like I said, if the game is against, you know, two teams that don't, you know, can't win. Yeah. But if a team is playing the number one team, there's always that chance for an upset in sports. Yeah, so you really have to really take attention there and really bring in extra security for a game like that. No matter what, high school on up to the pros. The pros do it well. Yep, but you know they should learn from the pros, the other teams.
0: I remember years ago, and this is going back maybe twenty-five, thirty years, uh, that a girl was killed because, and I think it was that Harvard it was a Harvard Yale game, perhaps and they tore down the goal posts and the, when the yep. post came down it hit her right in the head so you would think after that you know they were i mean but you know
1: well I they they sort of cured that they have those the, collapsible right exactly and i think that's I mean, still yeah, people yeah. rushing the field right rushing the field Which is dangerous in itself and
0: jump, even even jumping you see some places where they have to jump over a wall to get to the field yes, that's and again and, they, and, and they're getting mm-hmm. right <laughs> they're breaking their head so it's a little common sense, but I think you know. In the in the emotion of the moment, obviously uh, the fan is going to be the fan. Don't let the disaster happen. Right, cure exactly. it before cure it. That's right. Preventive medicine is is taking the first step to to keep it from happening. Very good, Terry. We are uh, we're we're going to sh- close up shop here, and uh, another version of Ham Ratty's Huddle is in the books. And thank you for your time. Thank you, Dave.